0: It's time to analyse all the geeky things that I can find, in the we're over 30. Let's look at some stuff, and then top 30. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talkin' Early To Me. I'm Jay.
1: I'm Gaz. You
0: are Gaz. Hello Gaz. Uh, hi.
1: I've, uh, Hello. I've been a bit AWOL lately. You
0: yeah, have been a bit AWOL. <laughs> I mean, I've had, I had COVID. That was my excuse. What was your excuse?
1: I changed jobs about yep. 1,500 times, it feels like. Um, you did play Santa for a bit. I played Santa for a bit. Uh, obviously, December is a very busy time to have a child. And <laughs> also, uh, obviously, Holy Duck was doing a lot of stuff the last couple of months. So, yes. That is my punk rock project. Music coming soon.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what I mean. All the work's going into that. Yeah, I know I've I've had a few people actually message me and say, like, is Gaz alright? Is he safe? Is he alright? What's (laughs) going on? Like, have you guys fell out? I'm like, no, he's just a busy man and I'm a busy man and it's hard to get us in a room together. It has
1: has been difficult. uh, And it has proved to be difficult to get us in a room together for this as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> should we talk about it? Should we talk about the the one of the only times I'll ever admit fault to anything, but it was 100% my fault. I go over each time and go, yep, that was all me. Uh, we arranged to go to the cinema to see this about two weeks after it came out. We, um, we we're trying to go and see it on the day it came out or around the time, but again, you were busy. I was busy. I'm not going to lie. I went to the cinema and saw it without you. I wasn't going to tell you because I'd done that with... <laughs>
1: Did we do that with Black Widow? I wouldn't window? have felt bad if, if I wasn't your first date. Option. No, no, but I was so scared
0: that if I if I said oh, I've been to see it, you would have been a bit more lax about it and be like, ah, you've seen it. I'll, I'll. But I think if I thought if I make it seem like it's going to be my first time, he'll definitely have to go. Um, so I was gonna, I'm just using that as a little bit of leverage. Stop trying to but psychology me. I always psychology you. Maybe I was psychologying you when I did this terrible thing where. I arranged the cinema uh, for us to go to the cinema, and I arranged for you to go to Southport Cinema, which is near me, but I meant to arrange to go to the cinema near you, so me and Gaz drove in complete opposite directions from one another. Well, I drove 40 minutes in one direction, he drove 40 in the other, and we both waited in the... What do they call that where you... The foyer. The foyer, yeah, in the foyer. Um, And... I just remember standing there thinking, "Where the fuck is he?" And I think you rang me and going, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I'm in the foyer," and you're like, "No, you're not." I'm like, I fucking am. I'm like, no, you're not. I'm like, I, have, I've got staff. I had staff looking at me, going, "What is, what is this clown doing?" And I think you sounded, you sounded so pissed off on the phone well, when you realised I
1: was in front of like the guy <laughs> behind the desk. And obviously, at first, I was like, What? What do you mean you're not at this cinema? So, like, obviously, marched out. <laughs> like, and then I had to go back with my tail between my legs to go, Well, Gimpy Mate went to a different cinema. Can I have my money back, please? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. I was laughing the whole way home. I was laughing because I've never done anything like that. We're, we are normally quite organized, at least I am. But yeah, this has been another cursed film to try and go and see. But yeah. This is going to be about Ghostbusters Afterlife, by the way, in case you didn't know. Um, it does say in the title, spoilers coming ahead, we're going to talk about it in full spoiler detail. I know it's been like literally a couple of months in this film, since this film came out, but I think it needs to be talked about. I've been hyping it up for ages. So yeah, that's just spoiler warning. Don't forget to go to www.talknerdy.uk to check out everything there. And don't forget to email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, the music will play. Gaz,
1: Ghostbusters Afterlife initial thoughts yeah i thought it was quite good uh I was a bit nervous going in but oddly enough not as nervous as when they last rebooted it well i suppose it's not a reboot it's a carry on for a, for a kickoff this is, is but, are you
0: nervous because you're scared of ghosts
1: no i just mean it in the sense that like anything coming back after a long time tends to be shit um, I in, mean, you in,
0: shouldn't be saying this. This is the first time you've come back to this podcast in a
1: while. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> Um But mm. I was really pleasantly surprised. I thought it was done in the right way. The nods to the sort of like old ones were really, really like well written in. Nothing really stuck out, but like it was noticeable that you'd go, oh, I liked that. Um, like, mm. But... I don't think it was it, I don't think it was as good as 1 or 2 I f- but I think it was better than the girl version I have to say.
0: Wow, okay. We're going to have slightly different opinions on this because obviously I was I was going I was nervous going in but nervous excited because I had I had very high hopes for this film and it honestly it ticked every box for me. Mhm. Um, along the way, to the end, to the point where, at the end, I was a gibbering mess. <laughs> enjoyed, i have enjoyed myself so much. Honestly, Ghostbusters is, like, right in the feels for me. It's one of the, I feel like, one of the earliest films I can remember with Back to the Future, Indiana Jones and Ghostbusters, those three. I don't know if, it's because if one of my nans owned it, but I, I did watch it to death. And it was just like, that. I feel like that's why I gave... When we watched the woman's one. Yeah. We shouldn't call it the woman's one. Let's call it what it is. Ghostbusters 2016. Um the woman's one. I think one. we gave it a, a, six, a <laughs> 6. Yeah, I believe <laughs> so, yeah. We gave it a 6 and we actually it wasn't it was just because we were like it was all right, it was funny, but there was tons of problems and as it's come out through years and years it turns out there were fucking tons of problems with that film yeah. behind the scenes. This one doesn't have any of that. So there's no I'm not I'm not saying like, oh, this was great because there was wasn't a bunch of females trying to be Ghostbusters or whatever. In fact, quite the opposite. The um, the leading lady, um, what is it? Ke- uh, played by Kerry Coon. Is it Callie Spangler?
1: Callie. She the, yeah.
0: Callie, the the young girl. She. Oh no, Phoebe. Sorry, Phoebe's the the, uh, the girl by played by McKenna Grace. Carrie is the, the mum. Phoebe
1: steals the show in this by yeah, far i i thought i i assume and i'm not you know what i'm like i'm not great with names unless they're like old i've names. got the list here so if, you want if me phoebe to... was evon's egon's i should say uh daughter, granddaughter granddaughter yeah um, i thought she was phenomenal because like she captured his essence like all the way through you genuinely would have believed that that was egon's granddaughter yeah. I, I genu- like there wasn't a time in it I thought, oh that feels a bit forced or anything, I thought it was so smooth the way it was done
0: yeah, it was just like the little things like, I think when podcast is talking, like they see the muncher in the factory and podcast says like, why are you not panicking right now, and I think she said something like uh, an overabundance of adrenaline makes me unusually calm. Yeah, exactly. like, like it says perfect. it in such a same way that Egon said, like, uh, "What do you do for fun?" I collect spores and fungus. Like, just yeah,
1: exactly. And like, I loved the like element of giving her the crap jokes to tell. I thought it yes. was so clever because he like he didn't really tell jokes, Egon, but he, he had that deadpan feel. And if
0: he hadn't told jokes. He would have told those jokes like that. Mm. It was very on the and then podcast, who was uh, played by Logan Kim, he captures for me the essence of Ray. I thought yeah, he was and very, that, like,
1: that was what was so cleverly done. Like I, I genuinely, they, they weren't exactly trying to be the counterparts yeah. from the earlier films, but they captured what they needed to in that that you know sort of like he was very. Um, Ray, wasn't he, in how he did it? But a much modernized version of it, you know. where yeah. Ray was like, you know, his, his occult bookstore and stuff like that. This is like the 21st century version of that. I, I'm like into an occult podcast I've, again. So, so cleverly done, very smooth, doesn't need a lot of explaining. You get it, mm-hmm. and it works. The chemistry was fantastic, and it just yeah, re- so quickly adapted into the story that you went, Yeah, I believe that.
0: Yeah, like I think upon like the second watch of it, I noticed like podcast is actually quite upbeat and really positive. So he's like, "I believe in you, you can do this." Like naively upbeat, like but it's like laziness to get out of doing stuff. But Ray's not like that. Ray has is is quite negative. He's yeah. quite oh shit, oh crap, like that. So he's still his own character. They yeah. haven't just gone. Let's make Ray Junior you know they've they and the same again can be said about phoebe she's definitely her own character with the jokes and with the and just like little nuances it's just them two were really good to watch and And i
1: think i think the thing with that as well is like this is i suppose a little bit of a a, a, you know criticism of the the 2016 version was Mm. You could tell they tried to, to take four people and gone, you're going to be the girl version of that. To yes. Whereas this, it was only two of them. There was similarities between the characters, but it's not like they tried mm. to go, oh, well, we're going to have one for Peter Venkman as well. We're going to have one for Winston as well. You know, mm. just, they just, they said, right, these two will lead. And then around that, we're going to have other characters. Well, yeah, perfect. Yeah.
0: Like Trevor, who's played by Finn from uh who is most famous for Stranger Things, he's definitely he's his own character. He's, yeah, he's, exactly. he doesn't remind me of anyone from Ghostbusters at no, all. No, He's at just all. he's just like some some kid in his teenager teenage years just trying to get through life, fancies a girl, wants to work on a car to impress her you know, stuff like that. He's just a very ordinary teenager who's then thrown into and thrown into a very weird situation and just kinda of like shrugs it and deals with it. Like, whatever happens, I, yeah. g- I got that. Um, I fi- And the fact that I feel there was only... There's only the three kids. Oh, there's um,
1: Well, there was the, the girl, like, yeah, love she, interest. I can't remember her name, to be honest. Is she
0: called... Her. Is she Lucky? Hold on. Yeah, I think, I think she's you're right, con- actually, yeah. Lucky, like, yeah. Like, obviously,
1: she was in it, but she wasn't, like, one of them for a while, and then she comes into it, like, towards the end. He, she is basically, like, his love interest. He's trying to, like... To be fair,
0: actually, that's not, like, Ernie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ernie, halfway <laughs> through the film, bit, yeah. comes in and ends up being part of the team, whether they mean to or not. Like, kind of like going, okay, yeah. you're part of the team now. Or just applying yeah. a there. Bit, a bit Ernie-ish, just comes in halfway through. Of By the way, um, what's his name? her so dad in the film um, Dave, is Dave Chappelle.
1: wasn't Dave Chappelle, was it?
0: It was Dave Chappelle, wasn't it? Hold on. I think so. I thought it was because if not, it's a, it's a, it's a. I, I swear that was Dave Chappelle. I even said in the cinema, I went, oh my god, Dave Chappelle. Ghostbusters. Hold, hold on. on, I'm gonna Google it now.
1: I don't remember seeing Dave Chappelle in it. I'll be honest.
0: Oh my god. Hold on. You're gonna have to I can't pause even this. Like-
1: Remember the scene? With the, the oh no, it's dude. not she Dave Chappelle. Dad, wasn't Who it? is it? No, it's not it's Dave the Chappelle.
0: The oh my god. Who was the guy in it? It's not Dave Chappelle. It's she-
1: well, it's Sheriff Domingo. I've just got it up on IMDb. It must be him. Right. So his name is Bokeem Woodbine.
0: What's he been in? Why did I think he was
1: Dave uh, Chappelle? He's known for Spider Man Homecoming.
0: Oh him. no. Uh, Hold on. Why do
1: I? I don't remember. Uh, no, I don't remember he, him he that. He was also in Fargo, if you if you knew that.
0: I swear to God, I thought that was just, Dave Chappelle. Just to
1: confirm, it is not Dave Chappelle.
0: <laughs> oh, right. with that. I, was, I, I don't know why I thought that was Dave Chappelle. He looks a spit of him in my eyes. It does look
1: like him a little bit, yeah. That is true. I would
0: have preferred it if it was Dave Chappelle. Not going to lie. Moving would on. <laughs> <laughs> Smoothly and quickly. Um, well, I've got, threat, I've got thrown off by that. Um, so what is it? I'm kind of really confused by your comment. You said,
1: right? Yeah. I understand th- don't understand. I, if you I said, really, really liked it. I liked the characters, right? But you did and like I really, it more really than liked Ghostbusters too, right? Now, hit I think it was similar to Ghostbusters too, in in essence, because. I thought it was a good story to a point. Now, where my biggest criticism with it was, is there's an obscene lack of ghosts in it, (laughs) to be honest.
0: Right, right. It it really,
1: really doesn't have that many ghosts. So other than the muncher, right, and then a very quick, like, Oh, Zool's here! And, like, it pans away for two minutes to show you a couple of ghosts in situations. There really isn't that many ghosts. And the only no. ghost at the start, you don't really see a ghost. It's all like, sort of like just a, a cloud. Um, and obviously, that's supposed to emulate, I suppose, a spirit of one of like Zool or something, I, I guess. It's the spirit of one of is that, Of or the, the, the gatekeeper or, the or something. Master. Yeah. So realistically, you're only getting Zool, Keymaster, Gatekeeper, uh, a Muncher, and. I would say two other ghosts. There was no, like... And I get, like, the storyline's different. It's not like the first one, you know, you get that sort of screamer in the library and then they go catching ghosts at the hotel. Um, I think, is it the second one, you, you start off with the sort of, like, this called the Scolari brothers or something like that and they've been, like sent down by the judge and stuff that always felt like there was a purpose to the ghosts like they were catching and i know they're not there to go and catch ghosts so it's slightly different but i still feel like there needed to be more ghosts to build up the fact that suddenly ghosts are rising from the dead again that was the thing with the first two there was always something it's like oh my god like there's so many ghosts at the moment like something big must be coming but on this one it was like well the big thing just happens and even then right and this is where my main criticism is with this film Zool I do not feel danger like at all like when they're at the top of the building in the first one right and she's flicking her bloody electric rays at them and stuff and then she brings the you know the sweet puff marshmallow man you genuinely feel like there's some sort of like danger to it whereas with this one she sort of wakes up They go over and talk to her for five minutes. (laughs) Where she's just like, not doing anything at all. It felt a little bit like... She did rip a man in half. Yeah, but...
0: (laughs) She ripped a man in half. Phoebe walks from the corner to distract her and after two minutes, she's like, I've had enough of you. And says like, are you ready to die? And then Phoebe's like, I don't know, are you? And then they rip like, the the spirit from one of the gatekeepers. So she's half half mm. the spirit anymore. I don't, I don't so know. the fact she is as dangerous as she is and is, like, throwing the proton packs everywhere and splitting the streams and all sorts before she's finally captured by them, all firing at her and activating all the traps at once. But at one point, it did look like she was going to win.
1: I don't know. I, uh, that was my main criticism with it. I never felt like... I did in the first one where I thought Zool's a badass, yeah. Like, you know, like... It's... I, that, I just never got that feel from it. And that was it's... so disappointing because everything leading up to it, I, I just, I genuinely liked. But then I felt like there needed to be more like, oh, shit. Like, the town, like, recognised how many ghosts there are at the moment and they almost, like, needed scenes where, like, you know, People were saying, "Oh, you know, it's got so bad lately, or something." But there was nothing like that. It was sort of like, you know, other than the earthquakes, no one knew what was going on. It's, it's weird. And I get he said like, this. he's. He, I get like, obviously, the whole point was Egon was like trying to keep them in that fucking tube, and he'd set up the trap, so basically, no ghosts were really escaping. But even so, I felt like once then came out of the cage. There needed to be far more, like, done in the film where you felt the threat level went up. And that's why, like, obviously the Ghostbusters just turn up and it was a nice moment. But it almost felt like they should have had, like, a newscast of, like, oh, shit, holy shit, look what's going down in this town. And then they go, shit, we better get back together, guys, and go and help down there.
0: No, because then it ruins the the surprise element. Like, I genuinely didn't. Well, no, maybe don't have a
1: scene like, like, of, you know, laying it out like that. They can still turn up, but why are they. 20
0: minutes of Ernie Hudson driving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, they don't need to, like, show them. They could have still had them just turn up, but then why have they just turned up? Just because this girl's called? No, because this girl called... No,
0: no, no, right. I'm going to rewind here because you've said a lot of points. Number one, I actually agree with you about the lack of ghosts, but I think it's weird you use one and two as examples because I always remember that I didn't... Even as a kid, that there was never enough ghosts in them films. I think it was because I watched the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon, and there's so many ghosts and characters and that that they made Mm. into toys. And when you go back and watch the films... There isn't as many. And it's anything, something, if you listen back to our Ghostbusters 2016 review on the YouTube channel, it's something I praise it for. I actually said one thing I liked is the sheer amount of ghosts they pushed into this film and they looked good. I actually really liked. And it was something I noted on this. There is a distinct lack of... In fact, if you watch the trailer for this, you have seen all the ghosts apart from Gozer. You've seen... uh, And obviously Harold Ramis. Uh, but you watch all the ghost scenes are more or less in the trailer. There's there's no other ghosts, but I let it slide because of how well it's been done. I didn't. F- I feel like that's like I'm being picky. Um, and if the other two didn't do it, I'll let it go. Saying goes. It wasn't dangerous. Goes. was more dangerous in my in this than in the last film because all they did was she shows up. Um, and they just aim everything into... Um, and she yeah, summons Marshmallow Man. And then they just go, oh, just aim for that door. And she's done. It's like, it's not even... Considering you said, oh, they talked to her for five minutes. That scene alone is like just 10 minutes long. They defeated Gozer in 10
1: minutes. Yeah, exactly. But that that's my point. It was like, it was... I, I don't in feel the... like in the original, there was like that much time at the top of the building. But they felt like there was a lot more time. Like than what that gave it. It felt like Zool came back, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh well, we've already stole all her power. Basically, she's gonna chase after us, and then she turns up at the farm and gets caught. <laughs> that was yeah, about it. But it were, well, <laughs> I was like, what? That, <laughs> but, it she still, was shit. but it didn't
0: work. It didn't work, and it, it's, a, it's, a, it's not. It wasn't as simple as that. And The reason the Ghostbusters actually show up. It's because it isn't a random girl calls him. She says, "I'm Egon Spengler's granddaughter." He died, and then she starts saying about he was he wasn't crazy, you know. And and Mm. I I think the last words she says on the phone are like, "I've got we need help or something like that." It's something like that. Who you gonna call? Yeah. Oh, and at the end of the day, he's gonna be—he's gonna be curious and heading. And then every time it shows, it's zooming out, and there's a massive swirling cloud, so they'll know where to drive.
1: No, no, I get get that, and I, you know, like I understand, like when she does eventually come, there's like a, a, you know, a really small montage of ghosts coming out. I just genuinely felt like the threat level all the way through the film was so minimal, and I still enjoyed it. I loved the story and I love like the way they did Egon was beautiful. I was Oh, like, that was couldn't amazing. Have it, couldn't have done it any perfect if they'd tried. It was absolutely brilliant, like just the scenes of them like all like sort of looking at him. You know, like I it was, was like it was, it was it's like cathartic almost for them to say. It was goodbye the to fact
0: like when Phoebe is like aiming it at Gozer and is firing back. And it's, like, building up, there's this massive, like, a little wall of sound coming, because it's both the forces hitting each other. It kind of reminds me of, like, epic bits in, like, Star Wars, where Vader and Luke are fighting, and the, the lightsabers are touching, and it's like... Uh, and then just fades out into absolute silence, as you just note that she's being helped by a hand. Mm. And as soon as I saw that hand, I was like, I shit the bed. <laughs> I was like, no, the... And, and I was more scared about what's he gonna look like. Is this gonna look like Leia did in like I think it was um, um, not Force Awakens. What did she was What was it? What was the one? Um, Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah, Leia looks yeah. a little bit dodgy in Rogue One at the end. I was really worried it would look like that. And my God, you could only, I bet you there's people out there who don't know Harold Ramus is dead. And that would, they would think that was him just acting, mm. and it's only they have to find out. Oh, you know, he's dead in that film. What? Because he looked, it was amazing.
1: I, I, I feel like it was if that's brilliant. if
0: that's why there's a lack of ghosts because they had to put all the budget into that. I'll take that <laughs> because it was it was it was moving, and then yeah. with the silence and him holding it, and then him moving them towards her, uh, the the Ghostbusters, and they all look like you said at him, and silently all just be like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I thought it. that
1: was that. That was the really good part of this film. I think is there's a clear nod to the originals and the original characters that never felt forced. It just felt so smooth. It was like, yeah, they're part of it. They're part of the history of it. Here they are. They've turned up and they're they helping. But it wasn't like they were you know here to save. Yeah, they do come in and they help. But it wasn't overbearing then on the other characters. It just fit and like. The, the fact that it was then like, it was almost like a tribute to Harold Ramis. Like, I was just like, oh, that's nice, that.
0: Here, here, here you go. The, the, this is the difference, though. So, a critic for The Guardian gave this film one out of five, um, finding it lacked the humour of the original and resembled a knockoff that is similar to the television series Stranger Things. Which I don't really... I didn't really well, feel it did. If he, did. I if feel he doesn't
1: like Stranger Things, he's not going to like probably... It's got an actor from Stranger Things in. That's about the... cut. That is just lazy critique, isn't it? Well, and he finishes oh, by saying... Oh, there's a character from Stranger Things in it. Let's just yeah, reference that. He,
0: he, um, he finished by saying, it's a nostalgia object drained of personality and fitted into a dully palatable mould custom made for a fandom that worships everything and respects nothing
1: no i i completely disagree with that yes. comment entirely <laughs> because i thought the humor was brilliant in this film mm. and like obviously we've not even mentioned paul Rudd yet but oh I thought he right. brought such a good like comedic aspect to his role you know like the sort of The fact that he sort of got in with the kids, but then he was, like, flirting with the mum and stuff. And, like, obviously the fact that he became the gatekeeper. Oddly enough, I know this sounds really stupid and I should have seen it coming. I never should have. I wasn't even giving that a second thought until it happened. And I thought, oh, shit, yeah, they're going to be the gatekeeper and the key master, aren't they? I was like, oh, no way. And I was like, like, oh, that's quite good. And then, obviously, like, the key master becomes the other girl as well at one point, which was weird.
0: Yeah, but they didn't have to do anything then because goes was already risen, yeah. So it's fine. Um but no, I feel like Paul Rudd for how little he's in it makes a good enough impact. No, it doesn't steal the limelight, it doesn't eat the scenery. He he just comes in and is like I'm a, what if Paul Rudd was a science teacher? Yeah. It's as simple as that. And he fucking is and I I love it. And he's also because he Acts like he knows about the Ghostbusters from the eighties. He acts like a bit of a fan, so he's kind of doing what he's you the would bridge, be doing,
1: like isn't he? I suppose. Yeah, yeah. B- yeah he's doing it because he's like, oh, you know, there was those guys in the eighties who, like, you know, were the Ghostbusters. Everyone loved the Ghostbusters, and they're like, who were the Ghostbusters? So you need that to then make the story make sense, and the fact that she's discovering about her granddad, and the fact yeah. that you know. Like, her character develops because she realises, you know, I'm not just this, like, nerdy character. I've, I've got it from somewhere. And, obviously, he was bold enough to, to go and do what he did as, as someone like me. And that was the nice thing with it. It was, like, her discovering her grandad through, like, obviously, a ghost of her grandad, I suppose, which mm. was not normal, obviously. <laughs> not the way to do it. But, like, even, like, little bits about that, though, where, like, obviously there was, like, the bit with the mum where the light like, just turns and, like, shows yeah. the pictures of her and stuff. And I thought, that's perfect. It, you do, there's no speech needed. It, you get there's it that, completely.
0: Yeah, I feel like we need to give a bit of a shout-out here, too, because this was written by Gil Kenan, Kenan uh, Jill Keenan. I don't know how to pronounce that. It looks like Gil. Uh, and Jason Reitman. And it's directed by Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ivan Reitman, who was the original... Uh, writer and director, I think, or, of the original Ghostbusters, it, he it, it just knocked it out the park with the the less is more, the simple... Yeah. How does she discover that a, a girl who doesn't believe in ghosts, how does she discover and accept that her granddad was, is in the house and is a ghost and is friendly? Simple. Please, chess.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Simple as that. Very simple. Just happens to the chessboard gets knocked over randomly, picks it up, sets it up because the interesting chess wakes up and a piece is moved. So out of curiosity, because we know the kid's curious, just decides to move a piece and it's a simple layer upon layer from doing that and it just builds and builds and you go from the, the arc she has of I don't believe in ghosts to I accept my granddad is a ghost and it's helping me discover his legacy. is completely believable. At no mm. point did they go, oh fuck off.
1: No, no, I, I thought it flowed really well. And that's the thing, is, that, like, I do feel harsh that I'm rating it down, like, probably... No, I don't know who
0: you're rating, yet, but...
1: Well, yeah, but, like, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming we'll move on to that. Um, yeah. But, obviously, like, I get what you're saying. Like, I, I can't shake off the fact that not once in this film did I feel it was, like, a major threat. I, I it just genuinely felt to me that, like, it was just too easy, like... To, like the flow of it and i loved it like, that this, this is the stupid thing but i feel like it needed that like big ending where like they really were on their arse or you know there was ghosts everywhere and they were maybe having to like trap a few more before they could even go and fight Zool it's weird
0: something. i just find that weird to say because i generally at one point didn't think they were going to do it because oh or oh, I thought that they were gonna I was like oh god they're gonna fucking kill Bill Murray because he's been looking for he's been trying to fucking Harrison Ford his way out of this franchise for a while now so I, I actually thought like when they threw them against the car I was like Bill looks old they could use this as an excuse like he dies that and almost he,
1: would have made it like better though and I look I love Bill Murray I don't there's nothing good die,
0: about but... Bill Murray dying in any film it's well, the worst I part got, of
1: Zombieland.
0: That is the worst part of the film, him dying. <laughs> that is the worst part of the film. I was about to use that as the example. <laughs> um, and just to go back to um, fucking Paul Rudd, I, I, I know we throw the term Oscar-worthy around it but if there is ever an a person who could capture the expression of someone shopping in a supermarket... Walking past a pack of marshmallows, the packet moving, and a small bunch... He's been directed, he's been told, you have to react. Like, this packet opens, and small marshmallow men come out and start dancing around you. Now go! He captures that amazingly. The look on his face <laughs> you're, you're is
1: trying to get Paul Rudd an Oscar for,
0: for that moment. That, I'm telling you now, there's Oscar. There's you name me an actor that they, they can't. They cannot match that. That was ridiculous. Like I believed he was like going, "What am I seeing?" There was a, uh, there's hundreds of layers on his face. At once, am I on acid? Am I tripping? Am I, am I having a stroke? Is this a is this real life? Am I dreaming? Is this possible? There was tons just in that one look of where he looks bemused. He's amazing.
1: I'm not disputing it's not good acting, but to it, you said the term Oscar is bandied about. I was like, yeah, right now, I'm by you. No, it's not. It's going to be like actors playing, like, you know, disabled people and actors playing people who have been like, you know, racially prejudiced and then suddenly Paul Rudd's face comes up fucking, like, acting because of mini marshmallows coming alive. Ours
0: I'm saying is that (laughs) they've got points of reference. If you have to play a disabled person, you can go and you can consult with disabled people about how they feel. (laughs) If you've got a racially... A person who's been, like, has, like... Has to deal with like some racial abuse. You can go and go, how is it to be racially abused? So I can evoke that. Who did Paul Rudd go to for his cons- consultation? No one. That was 100% Rudd.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. well I can't um, wait for that nomination personally.
0: I can't. The nerdies will, will be fascinating this year. Um,. There was, I'm trying to think what else we talked about. Yeah, how look, the Harold bit was. I'm gonna guess that's where Vicky cried because Vicky and me talked about how we cried a bit. I did, I cried at that, and when the lights came up, I was still really emotional from it because I think one, I didn't see it coming, two, I think it was because they just also put Bill Murray on screen, which I didn't think was coming, and then they hit me with that. Um, and then yeah, I just it stuck with me, and then when the lights went up. I turned to him the right and Eve was crying. And Eve isn't that big a Ghostbusters fan. She's watched it once. Mm. I went, why are you crying? And she went, it was just a lovely moment, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it's a fucking lovely moment. And I think that's what makes it different from the other Ghostbusters to me. I think it's unfair to say it's not like one or two. Because one or two was never trying to be emotional. Mm. It was trying to be an action comedy. Hell, no one even has an arc in the first one. I think that was a problem What was with... 2016, it didn't really seem to have a purpose. There didn't seem to be an end goal or an arc, or if it was trying to be a comedy, it wasn't going to meet meet them. So, he's made a, I don't know, a, a, a comedy, but with an emotional comedy, like, I don't know, like, Afterlife is on Netflix or something.
1: Hmm. But,
0: I don't know, I just feel like that was... Did you not get even a little bit teary-eyed at that? Uh,
1: not really, no, but then I am made of you stone. Are, you
0: are dead inside, I, I, you? I
1: am like the gatekeepers, when they like just a statue. Have you ever have you ever cried at a film? I've come close a few times. Uh, there was the French film, which was called The Intouchables, I think it was called. That was probably oh, the yeah. one I came closest. Um, but yeah, I, t- I tend not to get that emotional. Uh, I don't, I've, I've like sort of always been a bit like that. So it's not it's not a criticism of the film if I don't cry. I feel. Things, but I, I've not been close to f- crying, I suppose, is the way I'd put it.
0: Hmm, fair enough. <laughs> um, that's my, my, my life's purpose now is to find a film that makes you cry.
1: <laughs> Good luck.
0: Oh, I'd, I'd love it if it was something crap, like trolls or something like that. Just something sets you off.
1: Yeah. Just like, and then be. just like, I cry every film afterwards. I think what, that's mate, what, what, what happens if like males can ever give birth it's it is a pregnancy
0: because if you ever open the floodgates you can't stop it if you find that one film that opens you up then you you open then it's like breaking the seal
1: yeah vicky cries at everything since having Lottie. um even when sainsbury's advert came on the telly and it was like the 50th anniversary there was tears
0: i remember you saying this yeah, fiftieth anniversary. Saints Reason and she cried. It's just at it.
1: nice, isn't it, that they've been going for fifty years.
0: <laughs> not <laughs> even. It's not even that long. <laughs> My dad's
1: older. It might have been longer uh, than fifty years. I, I can't remember exactly how old um, he is. But either way, now, point.
0: Uh sequels to the, this because it grossed. It's grossed over 194 million so far. Uh, it only had a budget of seventy-five million, mm-hmm. so it's, it's done well. Um, would you would you want to see a sequel?
1: If it was done in the same sort of spirit and style, then yes. But my fear is now they've done the Egon thing. That was a big part of this film and why I enjoyed it. So for them to just go right, well, we can't do that again. How you know, like, how do they then adapt it? Like, I okay, get it well, be podcast um christ phoebe and possibly the brother like sort of becoming i I mean what do they turn them into ghostbusters do they start did you did you you, you watch the after credits i didn't know there was an after credits i don't think
0: in see i was lucky i was so busy like going (laughs) at the end um that oh well like the baby in the background there that um, Eve heard a chap in front of us say to his family "We're getting up, whoa, mm. there's after credits, I've Googled it. So we stopped. There's two after credit scenes. So one um, is just simply Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver doing the test with the cards. And he, oh, really? he's hooked up. Yeah. So he's hooked up and she's okay. doing the test to him and he, she's shocking him. And she's like going so you used to do this to guys and even if they got it right, you'd shock them, but not to the girls. And he's kind of like, yes, I'm a bad person. (laughs) Like that. Um, And she's shocking him and he's like, yeah, it does hurt. I am a bad person. And then the final scene is actually quite uh, nice. It shows a bit between, which I kind of wish was played on a bit more, but now I'm guessing that's why it was left as a, final scene uh, Annie Potts comes back as Janine from the original The Secretary yeah. Yeah. who he seemed to have some kind of interest in It shows a uh, scene from uh, I think it's Ghostbusters 2 where she gives him a, a coin and says right. this is a, my, my lucky coin that I got from this fu- fu- uh, fur and then it pans away and she's holding the coin and playing with it and she's in a meeting room with Ernie Talking about how successful Ernie's been, and Ernie then talks about like turns out Ernie's been funding Ray's, he's so successful. Is that Iron Man? He's been paying for uh, Ray's shop, it's not turned a profit in years, he just pays the rent, he's happy to. Um, and he's been w- kind of like waiting for an opportunity to do something, so and it shows him then walking into the old fire station. Um... And looking around, and then him pushing the Ecto 1 in there and then beginning to like work on it. So, and then, which you'd be happy to know, it pans down through the ground to where the old trap station was, you know, where they put everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's flashing red. It's got a green, a yellow, and a red. And it says like next to the red, warning, caution.
1: And it's flashing. Well, uh, what I will say is if it explodes and all the ghosts come out and we get more ghosts, I'll probably enjoy it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. I think they're hinting at that. I've Googled. Sony has yet to greenlight a set, another film. I think they'd be idiots not to. And everyone is up for it. Um, Jason Reitman himself, said Reitman before, it's Reitman. Um, He's said that he's put loads of Easter eggs that he can't discuss in that in this film for other films. Um he's put I'm just saying there's that. uh I wish I could talk to you about that. Cause he put the Ghostbusters 2 logo on the car, not the Ghostbusters 1 logo. So I wish I could talk to you about that. I'm just saying there's a plot that is not in this film and we have ideas moving forward. And then um what's his name who plays Ray? As uh what, I can't remember his fucking name um dan Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd. i always that's how i remember because i have to think of um bill murray and then i think about in space jam where he goes whoa 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 no one told me dan Aykroyd was in this picture mm-hmm. um he says he would like the surviving ghostbusters to at least be try and be in another three films and if they die they die right. and if they like between the films if they die between films then we'll deal with the fact we're dead but he's just like, I don't see that, you know, if death takes us, death takes mm-hmm. us. But let's just, let's keep going. But,
1: okay.
0: but I think I I'd, I'd want to see another one. I want to I, see I, Phoebe I, come back and I podcast. I definitely,
1: you know, liked it enough that I want to see more. Yeah, I, there's definitely no doubt there. Whereas, like, I think you could probably tell off the 2016 version, it just wasn't really going to go anywhere. Um, mm, yeah, with yeah. This one, you sort of sense they've got an idea of something happening, and they can adapt it to to how they want it to go. I suppose there's definitely it's definitely felt like the start of something rather than you know just a one-off.
0: It's so funny you say about like they have no direction because it's mad because if you can go and I'm asking any of our listeners, if you go on uh, YouTube, you can find a video called. Uh, Ghostbusters 3, a history of cancelled sequels, threequels, and reboots, 1996 to 2016, by a channel called Super Void Cinema. It's it's not even a long video. Um, It's about... um, I say that actually, it's an hour long. (laughs) But it's mad how long... They tried, and how many things went wrong? It there was going to be well, song, a song, a film called Ghostbusters Hellbent, where they went to hell, and it was going to be Ghostbusters Go to Hell, and then there was going to be Ghostbusters Alive Again. Max Landis even tried to get it going, and he failed. Um, the Russo brothers were going to try and do it; they got turned down. Channing Tatum was going to be one of many people who was going to be in a Ghostbusters lineup at some point. It's been a lot of people have tried to get this going. And it's always the same: either the story is not strong enough, or Bill Murray won't come back. And it's so weird that for 2016, Bill Murray came back, and the story was pants. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think—is there anything we've missed out? Because honestly, this film was.
1: I mean, the, the only thing I would not, as well, just before we go on to ratings, is like I don't remember the 2016 versions music that much i'll be honest it could have been, could have been <laughs> bad but this one definitely felt like it was right the score was you could just well, use the good. original
0: score well yeah obviously music
1: in there as well which then made it sort of like contemporary i guess um yeah, th- but you know i i thought the the music in it like i, I seem to remember thinking well the music's good and the score's good this feels like Ghostbusters, even though the Ghostbusters, as we know it, aren't in it. But it yeah. felt like a Ghostbusters movie.
0: Yeah, it was. I think the other thing they did as well is a lot of the cinematography was similar to how you would have filmed a fi- like a film in the eighties, like shots of the mountain and shots of the town and the graphics used as well were just they use the exact same colors uh and movements and kind of like the i don't know how else to describe it the the style of what was done then and just use modern graphics to Mm. bring it to like 2022 look like the colors of the of the what fires out the proton packs when they change into the the giant beasts the beasts themselves he didn't change how they looked. He just literally modified them, made them a little bit more detailed, used, uh, what's his name, used practical effects where necessary when it's eating out the crisp packet. It's genuinely, it's obviously a giant puppet. And I say obviously because, I mean, it's obviously not CGI. So it must, and it's not real. So it's a giant puppet, but it looked good. And I liked that. He he kept to the style, because that's one annoying thing, is when you reboot these things or you start them again, you go, well, that doesn't look like how... How it, it would like alien? Aliens has that t- is terrible. Alien franchise is terrible for that because they have to make what looked futuristic in 1979 look futuristic now, and it looks like MS DOS mode, mm. and it just doesn't work. And they struggle, but this because it's ghosts and everything, it just worked really well. I'm trying to think. Is there? I really don't think there's anything missed out. I love love the Ghostbusters coming back. Loved. Every actor in this, um, we talked about the plot, talk about sequels. Yeah, I think there's nothing left to do, but ratings. Um, I always go to you first. I am more interested than ever, given what you've said, and the fact we've talked about it now. I'm wondering if it may have swayed you slightly, but go on.
1: Well, I've gauged it, I've not changed to be honest, I've kept it mm. as, as I was, um, but. I've, I've made it as as easy as, as possible, really, for myself. Because I gave the original Ghostbusters a 9. So, obviously, you know, it's not as good as that. I gave Ghostbusters 2 an 8. So, I believe it's not as good as that. But it was very close. I would say this is a high 7. And that's where I'm landing on it. I couldn't put it... As an eight, just purely because I gave Ghostbusters two an eight in my head, that wouldn't make sense. So the the a... last
0: time you watched Ghostbusters two? I'm not. By the way, I'm I not, not saying it's a bad 2.
1: film. With I'm not saying it's bad film. I get and, and all that pink slime. I fucking love that Master. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I get. Um, I, 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 so I know what I'm you going mean. that way, and I, I'm not gonna budge on it. So a very high seven, very nearly an eight. I think it's as close to Ghostbusters two as you're gonna get. I, I genuinely don't know whether like and that is a really strong rating. I think like I my sevens. You know what I'm like. I'm I know, a seven I know, I know. for me is really good. I, I they're films. That I just I'll think watch I'm again, just gonna so. say
0: you gave the 2016
1: one a six. Yeah. And I actually did like Ghostbusters 2016. This is the thing. We said it when we came out of the cinema. Everyone thought it was going to be absolute whack. And it in elements of it, it was. But it was still enjoyable. I'm mm. not ever going... The, the, this is the difference between a six and a seven for me. Because sixes tend to be films I'll never go and watch again. Unless it's just on. And I can't be asked changing something. They're not getting watched again. Perfectly nice for a once through. Quite glad I watched it, but left then alone. Whereas sevens, I would go back and watch. That like, they're my they're my key key things. Okay, you
0: okay. <laughs> well, it should come as no surprise to you. I'm gonna give this a ten.
1: A ten.
0: A ten. <laughs> I, yeah, no. I. I. It's I, Ghostbusters 1984 gets a ten. This. Is a different ten. I don't think it's it's not comparable in the sense like, oh, it's exactly like the last one, uh, like the first one, because it takes a different emotional journey. It's filmed differently. I've said that like it's filmed similar, but it obviously is also filmed differently. It's I didn't know what, what was going to happen. The story was like some Scooby Doo shit. It was really inv- interesting, and I've watched it like three times now, and each time I am glued to the screen watching what every character is doing laughing along and i still get emotional at the end when it comes up for harold and i'm excited about i'm still it 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 fulfills it how excited i get ghostbusters 2 i think is an 8 for me i like that film but it's just it's got a couple of problems but yeah it's a 10 i don't just i totally didn't expect you to give it a 10 i i think it's a me
1: for your 10s out like I, um, do no <laughs> I do
0: not throw like, my 10s business. I do not throw my 10s You tens want a 10? Do you want a
1: 10? <laughs> you want a 10?
0: <laughs> no, I just... i Honestly, I, I... This was a very hard 10 to climb as well because I had massive hopes for this. I went in with high expectations and they were just all hit. I think this is the difference. I'm not saying you're not a Ghostbusters fan, but as a mad Ghostbusters fan, I that this does everything for me and i can kind of get if this guardian guy's like oh i I, this is just it's just it's pure fan service or whatever well fuck you you clearly don't like ghostbusters then why were you sent to watch the film reitman is the son of the guy who wrote it he's grown up with this he's gonna and like you said at the beginning you said like the fan service was nice like there's a bit in the when they go in the basement uh, oh she slides down the pole which is a nice nod because he would have put a pole in just to be like, I've got to slide down something. And then he's going around, Look, at, she's looking around the lab, and if you look in the background, you can just see some spores and fungus. Mm. Little things yeah. like that. I think they've even pointed out that the toaster they use is for the toaster from uh, Ghostbusters 2.
1: Yeah.
0: The, uh, the little things, the, the most on-the-nose thing is when the guy in the police station goes, who are you going to call? But that—that's it. That's—I well, that.
1: I don't mind that. I like it. I peace. don't mind that. It's—it's it's absolutely fine. That, I that... can't wait until you take pictures of your letters to the Oscars, uh, and <laughs> to the guy from the Guardian, and put them on Instagram. That's all I'm going to say.
0: I—I've I I, I, even come up with it now. We're going to do a little campaign. Um, give
1: uh, the hashtag should be. It would be rude not to. Oh God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like Top Gear, but on that bombshell. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: What do you think at home? Please let us know in the comments down below. Don't forget to email us at at talknaderuk Um, We'll be back soon with some... Obviously, this is the second podcast of this year already. We're going to knock loads out now. Uh, We'll be back soon with some more. And uh, keep an eye on the socials at UK because there's going to be some cool news that you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna know about some, some something dead cool is coming up so yeah keep an eye on that um go onto our profiles on the website on www.talknearly.uk so you can look at i'm in the band called damn the aesthetic knobs uh you go in a band called holy duck which i think i've put a link up there to your socials at least but you're going to have music soon, so maybe by the time you listen to this, Gaz might have some music out there. Listen to it. It's called Holy Duck. Why would you not want to listen to a band called Holy Duck? Simple as that. I agree. Um, yeah, and like you said, on that bombshell, I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we've been Talking Nerdy. Keep
1: Talking, Keep talking Nerdy! nerdy. I am freedom no I'm free no I am free to know.